are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. We had a trip to South Dakota, and, you know, obviously when you you do a trip, you usually plan it out, and you make reservations, accommodations, lodging, you know, all those things. You know, this trip, we didn't do that. We were just going to wing it. Fine. We, you know, I was down for it. We, so we headed on our way to South Dakota and, and, uh, you know, we got to Mitchell. I think it was Mitchell. You know, it was getting pretty dark and we thought, well, should we stop? We could probably get a place here. It's a nice hotel. And we thought, well, let's, let's just keep going. So we get a little bit closer. Well, you know, between, you know, literally between Sioux Falls and Rapid City, there's nothing. So we get closer to Rapid City, and this was during the Standing Rock protests. Of course, there's nothing at Standing Rock for anybody to stay at unless they want to sleep in a tent. So we get to Rapid City. There's not a hotel room in that whole city open, you know. And so that was that was like the moment that I almost snapped. You know, it's like, okay, we're going to wing this, but all of a sudden, you know, this is getting a little off kilter here. <laughs> When you start to learn the Enneagram, it will no doubt help you understand yourself better. But another aspect which is extremely useful is using the Enneagram as a lens to view your relationships through. So you can better understand the people around you, what motivates them, their fears, their desires, and what relationships can look like. In this series, we're sitting down with different couples from the church to really have some fun conversations to hear some stories and hear how they're using the Enneagram to better understand their relationships and keep growing together as a couple. I shared this in our small group last year, so Kelly and our last session, so Kelly and Dustin may have heard it, but there was a few years ago where we would have the same argument because I would say something just like off the cuff Oh, such and such. And then it would turn out to not be true. Shocker, because I'm a seven, whatever, you know. And Patrick would get so upset with me. And he would start yelling, not yelling, but being upset that I was lying. (laughs) But you're lying. (laughs) But I wasn't really lying. I was just like misinformed. I was incorrect, you know. And it was like a constant argument. And then I would be all offended that he was calling me a liar when I <laughs> I was just wrong. <laughs> but now I know like, you know, with his being a five, he likes the facts. He likes to be correct. And being a seven, I'm just sort of like, whatever, you know. And so I can sort of look back at that argument that we had. I don't call her a liar anymore. <laughs> it's probably a good idea, Patrick. oh man no well i mean that's one of the most interesting things is like trying to make a change right like noticing it but then actually doing something about it is kind of the hard part so it sounds like you did notice it become aware of it and then do something about it which is well done i mean like really good work there we succeeded well now i just ask qualifying questions like where did you hear this from a reliable source Can you cite? Yeah, I need like references. So, 
So this still continues, though. It's just like you've changed your... Yeah, no, I mean, we don't... I don't think we've had that conversation in years, but I'm, I would say I'm more careful now, the things I say. So that's been good. And he doesn't accuse me of being a liar anymore. (laughs) Hicks, anything come to mind? Yeah. I mean, like for us, a lot of times when we have like a disagreement or an argument, Kelly will tell me that she feels like I don't listen or like, I don't understand. You're not understanding me. You're not empathizing with me. And as a one, I'll explain back to her exactly what she said, which in my mind, I'm like, clearly I understand what you're saying. I just told you what you said. Um, (laughs) But but without any like tone that is understanding. (laughs) It's basically a robot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So as a three, um, I learned that she like wants to be validated. So I have to be more, I guess, purposeful and intentional in the way I respond instead of just say it back. Like, yeah, obviously I can, I understand what you're saying because I'm saying it back to you. So that is definitely something that I've been trying to work on. I don't know yeah. if I've been doing a good job. We've come <laughs> a long way with our conflict resolution, I'd say, and, and understanding how the Enneagram works and has been really helpful. Like how long have you guys been in, into the Enneagram? When you were initiated into the Enneagram, I don't know what's the what the term the proper term is there. Until you, since you typed yourselves, yeah. When did we do that stuff, you guys? Mer- I think it was October. Was it November? Yeah, October, November. Do you feel like there's more clarity? It. Like there's been a difference since then? Like or placebo effect? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I'd so. say that. One thing I did, which you're not supposed to do, is kind of peg the person, your spouse, into an Enneagram number. So I had falsely typed him as a five. And I was like, this is why you're like this and telling him about who he is, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> so then when I started do reading the Becoming Us book and really diving into the Enneagram, we realized he's not what I thought he was, which I thought he was a five. He's actually a one. And then I started understanding that, oh, that makes so much more sense to me. I thought you were just, you know, like bookish and in your head a lot, but that's not what was going on at all. So I guess that helped me understand his intention better. Did you guys find that there is a difference there because you're reading a little bit of like the relationship like some like when researching like looking at the relationships between a, a three and a five versus though did that help you kind of figure that out or what what kind of helped on that journey yeah it, it helped because um in that book we read it talks about conflict style and that was like a really big one because in the type one one of their conflict activators is being criticized and so when I would come at him with things that I wanted to work on, he would take it as criticism. And I'm like, that's not what I'm doing. I'm just talking about, I want to communicate how to get better. And so that was like huge for us. As a three also married to one, I'm just, I'm just over here going, <laughs> yes, yes, this is true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's very true. I just want to help you become better. It's just yeah, like, we're just helping. by telling you what you do wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll tell a little story here. So Catherine's been working on these podcasts. She's been doing a phenomenal job. She's been doing it all on her own. Like it's been awesome to watch her really bloom. (laughs) 
in doing this. That's a weird adjective to say. But the first one that she gave to me, she was like, hey, how do you think I did, Cordy? And so I obviously, like, I turned it on and I go, well, like, I would change this, 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 this. Uh, that was that was not the correct. Yeah, yeah. That was not that was not good to do. Um, it was like, can it you was, just? I had good intentions, yeah. but anyways, it was not the correct thing. Patrick, do you have anything come to mind? Any stories of how your types, some of the areas of conflict? It, so, Patrick, you're five and seven. I don't, I don't know, know if I know many five and seven. So this is kind of interesting. I'd love to. I'd love to learn more. <laughs> it can be a challenge. <laughs> I mean, that's that can be, that's a real challenge in our relationship. Is you know, obviously, I'd like to be prepared and you know think things through and learn before I make a decision. You know, and so you know, having a seven and being having to be patient with the fact that there's more spontaneity, more let's just do it type thing obviously can you know really grind on me so obviously that's where you know assume a higher role of patience with that and you know that can become a weakness real quickly i can you know become agitated real quickly with with things you know i think the biggest challenge for me is you know just you know not being you know having a response that's prepared you know and when we have conversations and want to discuss things, you know, I want to know something about it before I jump in. And if I don't know anything about it, I won't participate in the conversation. And um, that can become frustrating for Sarah, obviously, because I don't, I don't, I don't want to participate if I don't know anything about it. He doesn't like to speculate. <laughs> so that can, you know, really become a source of conflict for us. So when you make a decision like I'm going to build an ice rink or I might get goats <laughs> to help clear out the brush, it's it's calculated. And oh, yeah. I've done a lot of research. Yeah. <laughs> and then then he'll get frustrated when it doesn't he it's not executed perfectly. Like, oh, I didn't realize this. It's frustrating for him because he didn't do it the way he should have. So, Sarah, how do you like so as a seven, like you just want to go do things, I would assume, right? Like, is that a little bit like, you want to go, like, just be a little spontaneous? How did, have you had to, like, lower that at all or, like, change kind of that and how you do things or? Yeah, like, um, well, having kids has helped a little bit, but when we were first married, we had, didn't have kids for like first six or seven years. So a while when we were married. And there were a lot of times where I went out and Patrick stayed home. Because I wanted to go do something and he didn't. And so it was like, okay, see ya. Like, <laughs> goodbye. And then, or he would say, just stay home. I don't want to go anywhere. Just stay home with me. You know, so I, we had to sort of adjust to that, you know, compromising. We're going to go out here and then we're going to stay home here. And, but yeah, things like I'm not very good at budgeting, sticking with a budget. All those things that, like, good wives are supposed to do, maybe. Meal planning, keeping a house clean is not my strong suit. So good. Isn't it interesting to, like, look back now? Like, when you now you can reflect with kind of this lens of trying to understand, like, why we do things. It's good. I think it's helpful. I mean, does it help yeah. you to, like, look back on it, like the story you just told, and, like, kind of understand why 
things kind of happen that way. Yeah, it's like those light bulb moments. Like, oh, yeah, that's why. Because of, you know, that part of your personality when before it was just annoying, you know? Yeah, I think there's a level of regret, too. It's like, you know, I... You know, look at what, you know, what you and Catherine did for a number of years. And it's like, we had the freedom to do that and we didn't choose to do that. And it's like, well, would, would have we, you know, if we had known our Enneagrams and known that we had to, you know, we had growth points that we had to work on. I don't know, but, you know, not to say there's regret, but, you know, could have we changed some things and if we would have understood ourselves a little bit better. That's a really interesting point. Let's, um... I don't know, take a turn for the positive, but like how this might be a interesting question to ask, but like, how do you think because of your types, you're like a great team together, or like why it works well together? It is always harder to like go to the positives, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like, it's easy to point out, like, figure out the conflict and like that, but like, it's tougher to go that direction. But Kelly, Dustin, you guys got anything, got any ideas around that? I would say we're really good at dividing and conquering. And when we have a, the same shared goal, like we're going to accomplish it. I would say like with our finances, we kind of jumped on the whole Dave Ramsey bandwagon when our kids were babies. And that was something that we were both committed to. And so we, we saw it through. So I would say that's one. Yeah. I think just in parenting too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the way we deal with the kids and like discipline and everything too, I think our personalities balance out and work well together with the kids. Mm-hmm. Usually. Yeah. I just wish somebody would have told us about this earlier in our marriage. It's like, what the heck? Why now? And, yeah. You know, 12 years later. We can come to you for counseling then as we raise these two boys as ones and threes. We you just have to wing it. You just wing it. Yeah. I will say like it, sometimes it's hard when we're with the parenting thing. Like I'm a little more laid back with my approach and he's a little more structured and routine based with being a one. And so sometimes that can get a little contentious, I would say, because he's like, I thought we were doing bedtime. Like, what are you doing jumping on the bed with the boys? <laughs> um, so, but I think we, we work well as far as like the end goal is like that they go to bed, right? Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's, he's learned to like be a little more laid back with that. And I've learned to like stick more to the schedule. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dustin, for no particular reason at all, but, um, have you, how have you learned to be more laid back? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Patience, you know, that's a work in progress for me. But kids, man, if you you need to learn patience, just have kids that are crazy and that challenge you and that will definitely put you on the right path <laughs> because you're forced to learn it. So, yeah. I would say from the, my perspective, it's not that he became more laid back. He's just slow to react now. <laughs> he's slower to react because he doesn't want to like make it worse. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on that slow to react aspect. I am curious. Well, like, so I was just, I was looking at fives and sevens. Sorry. I don't know many fives and sevens. So I'm just fascinated currently. <laughs> um, so like it, it's super interesting, right? Cause the seven is like meeting and getting to know new people, parties, concerts, large gatherings, 
And five is like alone time to think and reconnect with themselves, learning a new skill, et cetera, right? So like, it's so, so interesting. Have you found that it's been helpful like to being in a relationship and changing those a little bit? Has that been helpful for each other? Do you feel like that's a, it's been a, a good thing for you guys to change some of those? Because I'm sure you've compromised both of you along the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the context there is, I think, you know, obviously, you know, when we first started developing a relationship forever ago, obviously there was that part of it that, you know, gravitated me to her was that, you know, that open and, you know, spontaneous and fun personality. You know, I grew up in a very solemn household in many aspects. So, you know, I think there was a part of that that was allowed me to, you know, get that opportunity to break out a little bit. So, I mean, that's what attracted me to her to begin with. So I think that opens up a lot of things for us throughout our our lives. You know what's interesting? I just want to touch on that quickly because we were talking about this the other day. I forget what we were talking about, but how often it is that like kind of opposites on the Enneagram are married and just how interesting that is when you start to like type people, how that happens like pretty often. I think it's, it's kind of interesting how it just happens like that. You can see that with the Enneagram. Yeah, definitely. So from my perspective, it, you know, is something that did gravitate me to her and, you know, it's worked out in a lot of great ways. Now, you know, obviously my personality can sometimes be a detriment uh, to things that she wants to do. And honestly, we always have those conversations uh, just in general, but it's like sometimes, well, how did, what did she see in me? You know, you know, if I can be the, you know, when I'm a stick in the mud or something. Not really like, because Patrick was always like diligent and he did his work and he was orderly. And so of course that's gonna like draw me to him. And he sort of like balances me out. You know what I mean? So it says here that fives bring thoughtful decision-making and realistic thinking to a workplace, or they can help sevens be more grounded or practical in their day-to-day lives. Do you relate to that, Sarah? Yeah, totally. Totally. And like, so I'm a homeschool mom now. And for a while, like we would, I want to take field trips all day. Like let's have fun, you know? And so Patrick would come home. Well, what, what do you guys do today? Oh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had fun. We went on another field trip. <laughs> um, so that's been helpful, you know, to just sort of have that accountability and, you know. What was the most interesting field trip that you uh, you took the kids on? They have a lifetime pass to Red Barn Learning Center. <laughs> no, we do all sorts of stuff, but... I was like, let's get a, let's get a year annual pass to the zoo, like the Minnesota zoo. And we'll go once a week, you know? <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. Cause you don't get your actual schoolwork done. So, and I think, well, what we did, yeah, I don't know. Lots of fun, random stuff. It's this site called crystalnose.com. Cordy's really been enjoying it. It's and it's like perspective. It's very like bulleted and simple and short and, um, just enhances kind of like the other stuff and resources we've been using. Oh, here you go. Ones can help motivate threes by recognizing and affirming their successes, while threes can encourage ones by using their positions of power to create positive change. Relatable? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know as a one in my personality, like if I focus on a goal that you have, 
and I put my energy towards that and supporting you, it seems like you appreciate it. Yeah. And sometimes I have some helpful things to say and sometimes I don't, but yeah, overall, I, I think it's, it's good. Yeah. And I really appreciate his perspective because I know his thoughts are going to be very thought out when he gives me advice. So, and I would say like, you know, being a three, like I kind of dream and (laughs) back when he was going to switch careers, I came home. Well, it was before he was going to switch careers and I came home and I was like, you just need to follow your dreams. You just need to do it. And then it just like set a course of him changing his entire career path. So I kind of like regretted that. (laughs) But I I think it was for, obviously it was meant to be and it was for the best. So this is kind of funny how that three in me came out. (laughs) Gosh, that's an awesome example. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Murphy's, I was going to ask, we we didn't ask you guys uh, what, like, what makes you a, a great team together? Or like to that question that I asked to the, the Hicks earlier, like what do you think by feeding off of each other's mm-hmm. different personality types like makes you a really good team together? Any stories or examples or any thoughts? It's a tough question. You want a, you want a positive example? <laughs> any example is fine. <laughs> we're looking for the positive, yes. <laughs> we actually, we were just talking about it tonight. We. We had a trip to South Dakota and, you know, obviously when you, you do a trip, you usually plan it out and you make reservations, accommodations, lodging, you know, all those things. You know, this trip, we didn't do that. We were just going to wing it. Fine. We, you know, I was down for it. We, so we headed on our way to South Dakota and, and, uh, you know, we got to Mitchell. I think it was Mitchell. You know, it was getting pretty dark and we thought, well, should we stop? We could probably get a place here. It's a nice hotel. And we thought, wow, well, let's, let's just keep going. So we get a little bit closer. Well, you know, between, you know, literally between Sioux Falls and Rapid City, there's nothing. So we get closer to Rapid City and this was during the Standing Rock protests. Of course, there's nothing at Standing Rock for anybody to stay at unless they want to sleep in a tent. So we get to Rapid City. There's not a hotel room in that whole city open you know and so that was that was like the moment that i almost snapped you know it's like okay we're gonna wing this but all of a sudden you know this is getting a little off kilter here we ended up in sturgis we found one hotel room in sturgis that night a motel six motel six at two in the morning with our three little kids oh no so you know where this trip started out really being a good balance we're going to be spontaneous you know turned into you know the worst for both of us but you know we got through that actually it turned out really well we you know this hotel was actually really nice we woke you know we went into that hotel thinking we were going to get murdered and then we came out of the hotel into the breakfast area seeing all these nice old people you know, and, you know, all these really nice families, you know, you know, and it turned out to be a great trip. And, you know, obviously not having, you know, if we wouldn't have been able to find that balance, that trip would have been a disaster. And, you know, who knows where we would be. I mean, it was a little stressful at like one thirty when we were arguing and driving further and further away from our destination to find a, to find a hotel. But you know, we prevailed. 
Hey, I mean, that had to, had to be a good learning moment for a seven. Yeah, for sure. And then it was pretty cool because, you know, I was kind of watching some of those Sturgis shows for, you know, a few years, though, those reality shows. And so we were in Sturgis that morning. We drove out to those different bars that they highlight in some of those shows. Yeah. It's kind of cool. See, it worked out. <laughs> Adventure. Exactly. <laughs> That's so good. We've talked about in our table community of like, well, what is God calling us to do? And how does that like amplify or not like with our number? And also like, what are we growing towards? You know, so a one is supposed to go in growth to a seven. And I like, I'm not nearly there most days, even with COVID or not, you know? So it's just like really challenging myself. Yeah. When we met, like I saw a lot of seven in him like looking back, obviously I didn't know about the Enneagram then, but now that I think about it, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so much fun when these stressors of life are not in the way. And we like laugh and we have a, the same sense of humor and it can be really, really great when it's just the two of us and, you know, there's no kids around, there's no bills to pay, et cetera, no dinner to make. And so I, I find that kind of reassuring for our relationship because I'm like, oh, we still like have that, you know, funness in our relationship. But yeah, the seven, I think threes kind of gravitate towards sevens too. So yeah, interesting. We want that fun, spontaneous life, but we have too many tasks to get done. Yeah. So we can't quite <laughs> get there. The list is too long. <laughs> That's why we're helpful. We, we, we help you. We know yeah. how to do it right. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, when you find that place where there's no kids or bills or dinner to make, uh, yeah. let us know where that is. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> Mexico, yes, let's yes. go. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. If you have any questions or prayer requests, we'd love to hear from you. Please email us at hey at wearetheecho.church. This episode was produced and mixed by Just Hit Publish Productions.